Hey there, my friends. Has fear and overwhelm stopped you from opening up that salon that you've been dreaming of? Did you know that having a business plan is going to reduce your risk of opening up your business? It's going to allow you 30% more likely to grow and help you make better financial decisions. My friends, now is your time to join the Pivot to Profit Roadmap. What is the Pivot to Profit Roadmap? This is a business plan specifically for stylists who are looking to go from a hairstylist to a salon owner. I'm going to show you the five milestones that it takes to develop a salon business plan. You're going to learn real strategies that you can implement into your business right away. Between marketing, financial, growth, leadership strategies, and so much more. My friends, this offer is not going to be here forever. Cart is closing October 26th. So if you want in, if you want to learn how to create a business plan for your success, join me now. Go to the show notes, register today. October 26th is the last day that you can get in. So my friends, take a chance on your dream and let me help you create your salon business plan with the Pivot to Profit Roadmap. I'll see you there. Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Alvarez. You guys, I'm really excited about today's topic because it was written and asked by one of our one of our fans in our private Facebook group. So there's a private Facebook group right now that is called the Salon and Sweet Business, and that's on Facebook. And one of the questions that was asked was, going out on your own without the guidance of my boss. So all of the members that joined the group, I asked them, what would you like to learn from this group and gain from it? And I used that information to help me create new podcasts of information and education because this podcast is for you guys. I want to make sure that you guys get all the great education and information um, as much as possible out of this. So the question is going out on your own without the guidance of my boss. So I'd be very curious of this member if if they are going out on their own like as a salon suite or starting a salon. But anyways, I, I really want to focus in on that because the guidance of my boss implies that their boss has been leading them and guiding them. So I really would want to know why you are wanting to open up a suite or open up a salon. What is the purpose? What's the intention? What is the why behind that? And I really would want you to ask yourself those questions because if you are at a place where you're being treated really well, you're financially stable, you're growing a a thriving business behind the chair or um, if you're an esthetician behind the table, I would just want to know what is happening in the salon and that environment that you're in that is causing you to want to look outward, wanting you to start something new and start on your own. Now there's definitely people who have it in their heart, have it in their mind and have always have known maybe that they have wanted to become a salon owner. And I applaud you, I think that is amazing and I want to help you succeed with that as well. But if that never really was in your heart and you're thinking that, you know, the next step because I'm a hairstylist is just to own a salon, then I really think that we need to be backpedaling to 
to start off thinking, why are we wanting to do this? So let's just say that it's in your heart, it's in your mind that you want to go out on your own. And it sounds like there's a lot of fear around this this question as well, going out on your own without the guidance of my boss. So for the longest time, you probably had somebody else doing all the things for you, helping you, guiding you, teaching you, training you, supporting you. And now you're gonna go out on your own by yourself without the guidance of your boss. So I would really start to think about two. One, why are we wanting to go out on our own? What is the why behind that? What's the purpose behind that? And then I want us to start analyzing our boss. So basically I want us to create a list, the pros, the cons, the things that we observe. It's important to be very observant. Whether they're you're observing good behavior or bad behavior, it's just important to observe because those good behaviors you might want to adopt and make your own. And then the bad behaviors, you might say, what could I do to make this differently because I do not like that way of, of being a boss or being a leader. Now, there's definitely a difference between being a boss and being a leader. So in my mind, being a boss is you're being bossy. You're telling people what to do. You're giving people tasks. Um, that's what a boss is. Now, a leader, that's going to be something completely different. A leader is somebody who is showing and paving the way for others to, to create a career path for them to grow and become really successful at what they do. And so I really want us to analyze, like, do you, are you looking to be a boss? I know that the, the being a boss sounds like a very exciting term to use. However, I'm not really for sure if you want to necessarily be a boss per se, as opposed to being a leader. Oftentimes when when somebody is talking about a boss, there's not much of a nurturing relationship around that. There's not loyalty around a boss. There's loyalty around leadership. Um, so be, be very careful about how you're phrasing this question because it makes me really think about where's your mindset at with this? Where are you at in the stages of, of becoming a, a suite owner or a salon owner? So let's analyze this boss position. What are the things that they are doing right now? Because are these things that you're going to be adopting as well? So does your boss manage the salon? Are they creating schedules and organizing meetings and classes? Is their goal to lead the staff to success? Like, do you feel like your boss has been uh, coaching you how to be successful? Have they been inspiring you to grow? What dialogue have they recently have said or done for you or to you that allows you to feel inspired and motivated? Are they um, patting you on the back and saying, great job? Are they giving you little notes, or thank you notes, or great job notes? Have they given you any financial bonuses? You know, what makes you feel like they're inspiring you? Does the boss, are they paying bills? Are they buying supplies? Or does somebody else do that? So are they delegating different responsibilities? Maybe somebody else is leading the salon and managing the salon and doing inventory. What about mentoring and feedback, listening to the staff? Does, does your boss do that? Do they meet with you on an individual basis, um, weekly or monthly or quarterly, to talk about where you're at and where are you going? And do they create any type of team environment? What have they done to cultivate a culture? 
Have they created team building? Have they asked you guys to meet in a group together? What is this role of a boss? And do you really want to be that? Like I think a boss is more of somebody who's removed that maybe when they step into this lawn, they're basically saying, you got to do this, you got to do that, and giving people roles and delegating. I feel like that's more of a boss. I feel like a leader, a coach, that's somebody coming into the salon and saying, you know, let me help you with this. Let me help you finding a better way or a better solution. Or let's talk about the areas that you're struggling and look at areas that we could be improving and I'll show you how to improve. That to me is a leader, right? So really start analyzing your boss it sounds like they have been guiding you since you used it in that particular sentence. But think about the the areas where your boss is succeeding and doing well and the areas maybe where they're falling short. And you can use those strengths and those weaknesses of other people that you are observing and implement that into the own your own way of, of structure for leadership or being a boss right so there's six key areas too that I want to address that I feel like going out on your own without the guidance of the of your boss areas that you really need to focus on and pay extra attention to that will help you maybe lose that fear of going out on your own without the guidance of your boss now when you are out on your own you still have a boss. They may not look the same, but your boss really is your clients. And then if you have staff, is your staff. I know that sounds crazy to think, right? Because we all want to have our own freedom and flexibility, make our own schedule, only work when we want to. Well, guess what? If you are not available for your clients, then they're going to be seeking somebody else for their services, therefore less money in your pocket to take home. And if you're not available for leading your team, then guess what? They're going to be looking for somewhere else that they can find that leadership mentorship that they need. That's why they probably went to your establishment in the first place, right? So you still will have a boss, but they're gonna look very different. So one of the first things that we're gonna want to do when going out on our own to gain more confidence and have a clear path is we need to have a vision. We need to have a vision of what the salon is going to look like. What is your career going to look like? What was your what would your life look like? We need to make sure that we're on this mission to accomplish our vision and we have to be con- constantly focusing on a larger picture. We can't go into business thinking of just one year. We really have to be thinking of three, five, ten years from now, what that business will look like. How will it evolve? Because it's very important to basically have your destination already pinpointed on a map. Yes, sometimes that destination can change over time. Maybe you start a family or you decide that you don't want to expand and that's okay. You're calling the shots now because you are the leader, you are the owner, but it's very important that we still have this larger picture in mind, especially if you are leading a team, we need to have a career path for them, a vision for them to help them create their goals and get on the right path as well. So number one is making sure that you have the vision for your business because that way it takes away the fear. You know where you are going. All right, so the next one 
is having a coach and having a mentor. If you don't have a boss and some or a leader to help you, then you need to go out and you need to find one. You need to create those opportunities um, by having a coach and having a mentor. It's it's like having a therapist, you know, to talk about like those those struggles that you're you're dealing with and and getting you over the those areas that are causing you to feel stuck. And that's why coaching and mentorship is so important to have. You know, I, I offer coaching services to um, any of my students, and I personally have a coach as well. So it's really important that, you know, as you're giving back to your clients and as you're giving back to your team, that you as well are helping yourself. You have to also place yourself first too, because if you're not nurturing yourself spiritually, mentally, physically, then things are going to fall apart, right? It's important that we are constantly working with the coach and figuring out where our weaknesses are that we could use some help with and also really capitalizing on our strengths and coaches, mentors can help pull that out of you, right? Also, when starting your own business too, there is a lot of trials and tribulations and obstacles and things that we need to do. A coach and somebody that has been there, done that is going to help create um, less overwhelm for you, give you some more organization of how to organize your vision and create and help you with creating systems for that. So number two, working with the coach and a mentor. And number three, determination. You have to be determined that you will succeed. Having a strong mindset is everything. Making sure that you're not telling yourself false narratives of failure, right? We don't want to talk about that F word ever, right? Now we can fail, but fail forward, right? I don't like to say that we're going to make mistakes because really they're discoveries. That didn't work and this is what we're going to do to change it. But it's important that that as things arise that you realize, hey, this did not work out for me, that we are automatically going to implement a new plan to figure it out. A lot of this entrepreneurship business is figuring it out. Each business is going to be unique to you, unique to your personality, unique to your vision, but you have to be determined to succeed and that it's going to be a success. The law of attraction, I talk about this often, but it's almost as if you already have to say, thank you for the success. Thank you for that business that has been built. You want to already determine that it's going to happen for you. And I feel like that is such a a mind game that is played in the entrepreneurial world. Number four, right? So we, we did one, two, three. Now we got four. Four, education and classes. Education brings inspiration. And if we're not educating ourselves, we become complacent. We get stuck and we feel bored. Often at this point, if we're not educating ourselves and taking classes, we feel like we would just want to throw the towel in. And this is going to happen to you often in entrepreneurship because it can be very isolating. It can be very lonely. And so it's important that when you go to these classes and go to education, get education, you are re-inspired. You have this new knowledge that you didn't know before and you can implement different uh, different techniques and, and different solutions and different systems into your business plan, right? And so it's really important that we're investing in time and we're investing in money into ourselves for our education and classes. And I believe... I'm, I bet that 90% of you are amazing hairdressers, amazing makeup artists, right? 
you're really good at the te technical stuff. But if you're going to go out on your own, you need to get really good at the business stuff. So I would definitely encourage and recommend to focus your education in business classes, leadership classes, and focus your attention to those areas because you, honestly, you your focus should not be um, how to do a really great balayage and how to cut a pixie cut really cool. It needs to be how can I operate my business so it's successful? How can I lead my team so they're successful so I can be successful? So as far as education goes, yes, you're going to want to invest in education for your team, for your staff. And typically your staff is really wanting to be the best hairdresser, the best esthetician, the best makeup artist. They're going to want those technical classes and I encourage you to do that for them. But for yourself, really invest in education and focus on education that is focused on leadership and business. So that's number four. Number five, networking. So this is kind of involved with classes as well. I know a lot of people at this point are not gathering as much together, but I do believe that networking is going to be extremely important because like I said, entrepreneurship can be very isolating and very lonely. And if you're so familiar with having the guidance of a boss, now you gotta find other groups, other people to lock your arms with, right? If you can go out on a limb and connect with other salon owners in your area, other hairdressers in your area, there's um, Facebook groups. Um, we've got a, our private Facebook group as well. I'm going to put the link in the show notes below. That way, if you would like to join our group, I would love to have you. And I'd love to hear too um, what questions that you have that you would like to have answered on the podcast. So networking, finding other salon owners. I It baffles me. It's crazy how, you know, so many salon owners are not wanting to connect with other salon owners and the reason why in my mind I believe is that they feel threatened like why would anybody want to come into my salon why are they being nosy what they're trying to steal my staff or they're trying to steal my business plan it's so not true and I think that it's so important especially after this year it's been such a difficult year for the beauty industry especially, that why are we not connecting with each other and helping each other out? Because I really believe that it can be a beautiful thing for many different reasons. And here's one. So let's say that you're at maybe the tail end of your, your career, that you're ready to retire. What do you do now? You know, if you connected with other people in the beauty industry and in, in your community of salon owners, you never know when there's another maybe younger salon owner who's just excited and passionate and just beginning the, the stages of salon ownership. You never know when that person is really looking to take over another business. And that would be such an uh, easier transition if there's already somebody in your community that understands the salon business why wouldn't you guys want to connect and build that relationship so when it's time for you to exit there's somebody else to come in and step into that place that you're wanting them to be um, you know I we've got 220 salons um, in the in my hometown area and I, you know, people would say, wow, competition's tough, but there is 160,000 people into the community. So there's enough success in business to go around. 
So I would just encourage you to put yourself out there and make some great connections. Um, and I, I really hope that there are other salon owners in your community and area that are going to be very humbled and honored that you are seeking them out for um, education and help. You know, as a business owner, if um, a, if a hairdresser came and reached out to me about wanting help with business, I would be very honored and humbled to do so. But, you know, I guess everyone has got a, a different perception of that. But I would encourage people to connect with each other, connect on Instagram, connect on Facebook, connect in the Facebook groups. When challenges arise in your new adventure, you have to seek out to other people who get it. It's difficult to talk to other um, people who are not in our industry and talk about the challenges that we face because they just don't get it. You know, we are a very tight, uh, cultured industry, and I believe it's important to reach out to one another and help and find the people that are willing to do that. And the last one, last but not least, is discipline. Discipline sounds like a bad word. It sounds like you're not able to do something, but really it's about being in the right state of mind because entrepreneurship, salon ownership, it is not easy. However, if you have the right determination, if you've got the vision, you've got your coach, you're taking all the right classes, you're networking, and you are disciplined on making sure that you are investing in your time and your money into growing yourself and growing your business, then you are just bound for success. But you have to have those six in place, I believe, in order for you to go out on your own without the guidance of your boss and be successful. So I hope that was helpful um, and thank you so much for um, asking this question. I believe that if it's in your heart, in your mind, and you've got those six steps in place, then you can be successful. And, and also talking about the different steps to be successful, I just want to let you know that I am going to be hosting a free salon business masterclass. It's going to be October 19th at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. Please join me. I'm going to put in the show notes how to register for this class. It's a free class and I'm going to talk to you about the five strategies, steps that you need in place to create a salon business plan for success. So I've been getting a ton of questions about people wanting to venture out on their own, start a salon business. And a lot of people are feeling very stuck. They've got a lot of fear, a lot of overwhelm and disorganization happening. And I want to make sure that my fellow beauty industry hairdressers, hairstylists, that you guys are on the right path. I want to be able to give you guys the clarity that you need so you can go into business with your eyes wide open. So please join me in this free class, October 19th at 11 a.m., the Salon Business Masterclass, and I'm going to dive into the five steps that you need for your salon business plan. So thank you guys so much um, for being a part of the Beauty Business Game Changer podcast. Make sure to head to the show notes so you can register for the class. Join me in the Facebook group as well. Um, I'd love to hear from you and connect with you too. You can reach me and find me on Instagram at instagram.com forward slash Jennifer Jade Alvarez. Or you can join me in the private Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash salon and sweet business. 
Thank you guys so much and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast. If you love to keep track of your favorite shows, then subscribe to this podcast to receive the newest edition when it's released. This podcast was created with you in mind, so I'd love to get your review to learn how this podcast has helped you in your career. And because I love my listeners and want to connect more, join me in our free Facebook community at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash salon and suite business. My mission is to help beauty professionals like you create a career that supports the life you want to live. Thank you for being a part of the journey.